Welcome back for another episode of Arrow Chapter and Verse, and we're talking about The Green Arrow, uh, Season 5, Episode 2, Recruits. Now, I have to say, this one I actually like. This is one of my my uh, more favorite. Uh, that's not a great way to put it, but I, I like this episode of Green Arrow. It was interesting. Uh, a lot of events happened. They all seemed to unfold naturally. Nothing felt forced. Um... And we found out who the guy I was calling the Black Arrow actually is, so that's that's good. So Oliver has agreed to recruit a team, and his team consists of Curtis, uh, Black Canary Two, and Wild Dog. Everybody remember Wild Dog? Oh boy, we talked about him last time, but my God, he's such a minor character, such a minor DC character that you wouldn't expect to appear in this. In fact. He's maybe only slightly less known than Rory the Ragman Regan, who shows up later on, assuming he is, of course, still Rory Regan. Um, always felt a little kinship with Rory Regan. It seemed that he was maybe the only uh, Irish Jew in uh, DC continuity, and I am also of both Irish and Jewish extraction. So there, there you go. But let's uh, let's let's talk about what's going on. Okay. Oliver is trying to put together a, a health clinic day to get some people helped, and he's gone for a corporate sponsorship, and the corporate sponsor is all in. However, uh, on his way home, one of the corporate VPs is attacked by the ragman, and the corporation says, well, we can't possibly, we can't possibly do this, uh, because it could be dangerous, it could be an outbreak of violence, and our shareholders won't have it. And Oliver says, well, we'll indemnify you, and I'll triple security. And uh, Thea looks sort of astonished, and the corporate people say, sure. And then Oliver says, and don't worry, there'll be extra security in the form of me. Um, and that's what happens. And uh, then we cut back to the old hive outpost, which is where they are having the arrow cave now, for reasons, I guess. And Oliver is trying to get his three recruits, Curtis, Black Canary 2, and Wild Dog, to ring a bell. And they keep failing, and he keeps saying on the line. And it's it's pretty evident that this is a cooperation exercise, and everybody's going it one by one, and that's, you know, it's, uh, it's just not working for them. Now, uh, in the flashbacks, we see uh, Oliver joining the Bratva, and he's doing the same exercise. Uh, the training is, <laughs> is actually a lot more brutal but that's that's still what's going on, and, uh, and and more on that later. So we have the the clinic event, uh, and who should show up late and probably drunk, but Quentin Lance. And again, we've talked about this in the last episode where we discussed Green Lantern. I don't want to see him go through this again. I don't see that there's a good reason to have him go through the struggle for sobriety again, although I will say it looks like they're trying to wrap that up by the end of this episode, which is nice, but it's still... It's still just nothing I'm super interested in seeing. Okay. So, uh, they're having the clinic. Uh, uh, Oliver has taken the three raw recruits uh, to use his extra eyes. He has told them, do not engage. And they are scanning the uh, scanning the crowd. Um, Ragman comes in. He attacks the CEO of Aerotech. Sure, Aerotech. Whatever. They're busy doing their 
you know, air pellet games or whatever, and air, aerotech. Um, and uh, while this is happening, uh, while Ragman is trying to get to her, a young girl is accidentally hurt, and this triggers Wild Dog, and he charges in and gets in the way of what looks like a net arrow that the Green Arrow is trying to use to kidnap Ragman. Well, the Green Arrow is remarkably pissed by this, and he gets back to the the secret base, and he gives everybody a what for. And, uh, he tells Curtis somewhat unnecessarily that you're useless when you're not behind a computer, which is not true. Uh, he tells Black Canary 2 that she is a little girl who should be doing something better with her time, which probably is true. And he tells um, a Wild Dog that he's reckless, which is true, but Wild Dog has also managed to snag a piece of the Ragman's costume, which um, Felicity cannot analyze because she doesn't have the equipment anymore. But she can give it to her new boyfriend, who is in fact a cop, so still a little bit of that type, and ask him to run forensics on it, which is what she does. After making up a very bad story about it being a rag that her friend's cleaning lady had dropped. Don't know how she's going to explain that one. Good luck, Felicity. So, um, that's that's what we... Uh, we we see we we get away from that um and then i believe the next thing that we see is thea uh walking away from aerotech on the phone saying that uh, aerotech is no longer giving the city the time of day for very good reasons she sees a ceo in an alley next to the building which is of course where you want to conduct your clandestine bills, uh, business right next to the building you work in, and she eavesdrops on them, and it turns out Tobias Church is going to spend $100 million to buy enough ordnance to invade a small country so that he can take over Star City. Now, where a guy like Tobias Church gets his hands on $100 million, I'm not going to ask, um, but apparently he has it, and apparently Aerotech is eager to sell. And they find out thanks to Felicity, that Aerotech is eager to sell uh, because they are near bankruptcy, because the one warhead that went off during Genesis Day was uh, made by a subsidiary of Aerotech, and their stock prices have gone way down because of their connection with Genesis. Uh, we also find out that the rags are 2,000 years old and slightly radioactive, so, of course, we can use this to track the Ragman. Uh, and... Good old Ollie Queen uh, goes out to the uh, the weapons trade and shoots a bunch of people. The ragman shows up and he like yanks a bunch of people uh, with his rags. And there's a there's a bunch of fighting. And Tobias Church is about to kill Ollie Queen. And uh, Ollie calls the ragman back from his vengeance. And he uh, he go ahead he goes ahead and stops his vengeance and helps save Ollie. So they meet on the roof and they agree to partner up thanks to the legacy of their fathers and that that part is honestly that was a little cheesy for me but it was better than them both having mothers named martha that's right batman versus superman i'm taking shots at you um i'm sorry batman versus superman dawn of justice i'm taking shots at you okay so then we see thea talking to quentin he has come in for a job interview that she promised Oliver she wouldn't give him. He admits that he's drinking again. She says, why don't you be deputy mayor? Because that's a, a, a way for you, for me to give you a reason for you not to drink again and for us to use your talents. And it looks like it's going to be all hunky-dory and we, we don't honestly know. Um, but we'll find out. Uh, we also find out at the end that all of 
Oliver's vigilante recruits, who had who had quit in frustration and anger after Oliver's uh, tongue lashing, have come back because they were promised an apology, which he gives them. He also shows them that he is, in fact, Oliver Queen. So they they know that they're working for both the Green Arrow and Oliver Queen, and hopefully things are going to go more smoothly in the future for them. But again, we don't know, and I'm sure the course of true vigilantehood never did run smooth, so I'm sure there's going to be personality clashes and whatnot, especially because Wild Dog doesn't like his code name, but what have you. Uh, we also find out in another one of those flashbacks that during Oliver's Bratva initiation, uh, while the Ring the Bell test was a test of teamwork, only the person who actually thought of uh, the idea of teamwork and ended up ringing the bell, which was Oliver, survived. Everyone else got shot for not being a good enough recruit. So Bratva's got some pretty high standards uh, that you got to live up to. So remember that if you ever try to join a, a Russian crime family. The thing I haven't mentioned until now is um, John Diggle's plotline, because we do have a bunch of stuff dealing with him. He is back uh, overseas, serving with the army. He is somewhere in Chechnya this time, and his job is to get a nuclear trigger that was used in one of the bombs on Genesis Day. Uh, before a group of Chechen rebels can pick it up. And, of course, one of the guys on his team is like, Oh, gee, Sarge, I'm here for the first time, and I sure am scared. And he's like, Don't worry, son, you'll be safe with me. And then they go on the mission and pretty much proceed to get wiped out. And, of course, only John and the recruit remain. And the recruit's been shot, and John's patching him up. And the recruit's like, What do we do, Sarge? And John's like, Well, we don't worry. We don't worry about it, because... Doesn't matter uh, right or wrong, do or don't, we got Chain of Command, which, um, yeah, that's, uh, that is not a philosophy that's ever caused some issues with the U.S. Armed Forces, ever. Yeah. But, uh, but old John, he goes back out, he tells, uh, recruit to secure the South Corridors, he's going to cover the North, and he runs into a bunch more army guys coming his way, and he's like, oh, that's great that you guys are here. Wait, why is everybody pointing a gun at me? Uh, and it turns out his CO is running this op where he is going to take this nuclear trigger and probably sell it. And they wait around for a while, and the dude's buyers don't show up, and the dude's like, well, I thought this was going to be a complete... Wasted time, but oh, and in should who should walk in but the recruit, and then the CO shoots him, and uh, the guy's like, "Well, I thought this was going to be a waste of time, but uh, now I realize what we can do." And he knocks John Diggle out. When John Diggle wakes up, he's sort of plastic handcuffed around a pillar in the the briefing room that they were in to begin with, and uh, CO is like, "All right, well, I have here uh, your signed confession that uh, you killed this guy because you were trying to appropriate this." illegally. And John Diggle's like, I never would do that. And the guy's like, well, we shot him with your gun, and I got six people to say that he walked in on you trying to, you know, steal this thing. So whatever you're going to do, John Diggle's like, I'll remember. And he probably isn't going to sign, and I imagine, you know, that Argus is going to get involved. It, it's it's a dumb idea to pull that con on someone who's married to the head of a, a secret security organization, 
But maybe the CO doesn't know that. I imagine that information is probably classified. And I, I can't help but imagine that Ollie's going to get involved in some way too. But that's that's the the sort of the B plot of this uh, this particular. I don't know. Is it the C plot? What with the flashbacks and all? Maybe. Who knows? Anyway, that's that's what's going on. So that's what happened in this episode of Arrow. Like I said, it was uh, one of the ones that I found more enjoyable to watch. And uh, you will hear this and other opinions on the very next episode of uh, Arrow, Chapter and Verse. Have a good night.